The following podcast has been brought to you by Her goodies, her goodies, her goodies, not, not her, her goodies. goodies. <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Banter Club proudly brings to you, it is the night right? where we take, we take uh, the ages in my show, <laughs> my war, in next we pit them head to head. They go. <laughs> and then they fight in the greatest war of all time. Devin, what war is that? The Wednesday night Yay! war. <laughs> my war. My time. Uh, I'm your longest reigning Ramble Mania champion of all the times. Hazel, you don't count. You haven't defended that shit. You're fucking void and, and all that shit. Get out of here. <laughs> You're void. <laughs> You're void. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the Angel of Death 6XL. Joining me. As always. That the Thunder. Be. From down under. Australia. <laughs> He's terrible. He's totally evil. It is I. Your <laughs> former three-time, one, two, three-time Ramblemania champion of this and any other world, TJ the Great. TJ the Great. And, and then it's fitting that you're wearing that shirt and you're talking about evil because, as you know, that, <laughs> yes, <laughs> IWGP champ champ, evil and current leader of Bullet Club since since the actual leader of Bullet Club is stuck in America. But yeah, we, we are the Banter Club. We are here to discuss the Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT. They were both overshadowed this week by by another clash of titans. Yep. <laughs> it's our generation's Tyson versus Holyfield, at least musically yeah. and artistically. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Snoop Dogg versus it's the X, it's the Beast. Uh, my dog's at what? Do people really <laughs> think that that X wouldn't? Hold up in this in this verses. I, I saw a lot of that. Like yep. X held up better than I thought he would. I was like, "What do you yep. mean?" <laughs> no, I you know what it is. No, nah, it's not that. It's in today's modern climate when it comes to you know music. These people, <laughs> these people. <laughs> now nah, you know most of this generation are more into the the pop hits, but what they didn't realize is that the people watching the show weren't going to be those kids. Those kids probably could care less. The people watching the show were the people who were listening to this shit growing up or the people who were in the club at the time watching this whole situation go down. 
So, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, my cousin, my cousin was here, like, your ex took that shit. And then people from my generation were over here, like, nah, Snoop did that shit. And I'm like, wait a minute, why is this shit ass backwards? <laughs> what did you think the old heads would go for Snoop? So Snoop was around a bit longer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then the younger cats would be down with the ex. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. it, was, it was a little topsy turvy. And some people who are like real New York heads are like, nah, your ex took that shit. Some people who are straight up Cali are out here like, nah, cuz, you know, Snoop did that, cuz. And then it's a hot mess right now, you know what I'm saying? Cause then there's also people from New York who are like, yo, but Snoop, Snoop is, Snoop is go. I totally forgot he had all that shit. He ain't even bringing out sexual seduction. It's true. (laughs) Both of them had like shit they ain't even bring out that I'm like, yo, he didn't even, I was thinking about it afterwards. Shit with the lock, shit with fucking, Yo, like, there's so much shit that he didn't pop out. X ain't do shit Damien. Was sticky. No, yeah. he didn't. He didn't do nothing with sticky fingers. Nothing with fifth. Uh, remember that shot down joint? Yeah, man. That was my shit, nigga. Shot down. Snooping hitters with the let's get blown. Yeah, like he ain't hit us with none of this shit with, with Charlie. Oh this, man, I, I I think my biggest two takeaways from it were. Man, both of those debut albums, Doggy Style and It's Dark and Hell is Hot, because they kept they kept going back to both those albums. Yep. yep. Two of the best debuts in history. Both. Goat level. Goat yep. level. And then I think the second thing is, man, the energy that Prime DMX had, mm. unmatchable. But he you you heard him towards the end just like you know. It ain't the same, dog. I remember when I used to be able to get out here, do some shit. Now every time I move my neck, I'm off and above it, I'm off and above <laughs> it. was hilarious. It was good, but it was hilarious. Just seeing like like old man X. Snoop, though, on the other hand, fountain of youth much? You X know. been, you know, but I mean, we were talking about it earlier. You know, X, he put on some weight, but it's a good thing. Cause yeah. Given given where X has been mm-hmm. in 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 the past you know decade or so, that means he's healthy. That now yeah. that he has a gut, so yeah, it's a better place. It's way better to see him with that gut. It's like see him seeing him with a gut was like, yeah, you're doing well for yourself. You're not on crazy shit. You know, you have a regular sleeping schedule as I see now. Because as soon as it hit <laughs> nine, you were just like me, like damn shit. Soon as it hit ten, you were just like, "Damn, I just want to go home. I gotta drain the listener." So what you about to do, yo? In <laughs> fact, that's what he was doing to Snoop because you're like, "Yo, where you going? I gotta go drain the listener." <laughs> that, that was that was his. Yo, I don't know what you about to do, <laughs> but ah, uh-huh, you know, I'm about yo, to. Yo, I think I'm gonna, it's time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, yo, DMX having a regular sleep schedule, having a big old gut. He been he been living his life now, so I'm like, all right, cool, man, good shit. Yeah. Snoop is a stoner like me, so we can we can do weird sorts of not sleeping. <laughs> we 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 can be up to like five in the morning. What the fuck was you doing till five in the morning? <sighs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna ask me that question? <laughs> I was awake. <laughs> I didn't feel awake, but I was awake. <laughs> oh man, that was good. it. Was good, man. It was just 
it was something I feel like our generation needed, man. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was nice to see. It was one of those moments where you're just like, two legends. And I like the fact that they told stories and they really got into it and they were really telling like, you know, oh, this is how this song came about. Oh, you like, for example, uh, the, towards the beginning, they did the What's My Name. And then, you know, DMX did his and, and then Snoop did his. And I was like, well, Snoop did his first and then X hit him back with the What's My Name as well. And I was like, oh, even though Swiss was fucking up. <laughs> Swiss, what the fuck was you doing? Yeah. Come they, on, they Swiss. Hit me, they hit me calling Battle Cat. They know who the fuck that is. <laughs> and Swiss Beast is just there on the side with his big ass nose. Just. <laughs> hey, come on, Swiss. You started this shit. <laughs> yeah. Genius. And then <laughs> it was great, man. There was so many moments. Them having the little powwows. Snoop acting like, yo, Snoop acting like DMX was his favorite rapper was incredible. Yo. <laughs> the just love like, Snoop was showing for all the X's cuts was yeah. everything. He was just like, mm, mm. He was, he was like, like, oh, you cheating, nigga. You cheating. <laughs> every every time. Just <laughs> his little shoulder. That's all, I, I, I tell people all the time, Snoop danced like a fat nigga. Because all we have to do is shoulder move. <laughs> Up here, up here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. Just ah, it was a moment in time, <laughs> and I'm glad I watched it. You know, and and I feel bad because this was on, <laughs> and I love this. It was two. It was a great night of two. It was two great shows of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? And I and we, I was completely just focused in like a piece of my childhood. It was, it was, I'm sorry. It was just, it was a moment in time. And I feel like if you, if you were there, you're going to remember it. You're going to be like, damn, you're fucked. That shit was incredible. It it was like a, a mass succession of, of mark out after mark out after mark out. Just cause I'm here trying to watch dynamite and also watch this battle. Yep. So fucking, <laughs> I see Eddie Kingston rip out thumbtacks, then fucking facts, <laughs> X. X performed Stop Being Gritty. I'm like, oh, Jesus. This Snoop dude lay low. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. It was too much I going even, on all at once. Yo, I think I even sent the link to, to fucking Oosie uh, Juicy for no fucking reason. It was just like, yo, if it, I want these people to watch this. It's like, this is what you should be doing on WWE. <laughs> like, something, something, man. Come on now. Yeah. They need to have Undertaker and Steve Austin just watching the greatest hits. Look at that, son of a bitch. Look at you. There you go, Taker. Look, 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 look. He done whooped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> look, Steve, Steve, look, look. He going. That's the time that you land on your. Look at you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not right on your be- damn feet, Steve. Look, look at you, Steve. Your, your eyes are, are, are glazed over and. Because <laughs> it's weird to try to talk to like, talk, speak like a. Like regular taker, yeah. Like you know, TV Undertaker is very easy to get into. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. fucking Mark Calloway, he, he just yeah. it's hard to get into because he's like, he has a bit of a Texas accent. He sounds a little bit Austiny, but it's yeah. it's a little less, and and he he's got a bit of a deeper voice, and it's it's a little more controlled than the way Steve speaks. It's, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a lot cleaner. It's harder to get into because he's he's very in real life he just sounds like a dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not the Undertaker. Yeah. 
That battle was something. But but these shows were also something. Yeah. Yep. Per- particularly this first Fuck. one. What the? F- wait, 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 wait. We didn't even do the. the- oh shit. God damn. Bring it over. Over there. That's banter. AEW Dynamite from Daily's Place, where 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 it always is. We open up as we often open up. The AEW TNT Championship is on the line. Justin Roberts introduces Cody, and he's going to introduce his opponent, who. As has been noted by John Moxley and a bunch of other people, it's going to be an independent star that I think a lot of you are going to be very happy about. And many people guessed, but did he ever let us know in his own very, very unique way? (laughs) Eddie fucking (laughs) Kingston. (laughs) Oh, man, he just walked out here tonight. He (laughs) He didn't wait for no introduction. Let me tell you something you piece of shit i don't need no music <laughs> i don't need justin roberts <laughs> fuck all that <laughs> you you what you think you over here talking about hustling you think you you ever had to struggle you ain't have no struggle nigga you privileged <laughs> <laughs> he ain't say all that but <laughs> and then but so More many words yeah <laughs> yeah i grew up around <laughs> alcoholics junkies <laughs> Junkies, <laughs> yo, he said that shit was with a mm, emphasis, bro. I was like, God damn, he sounded like he was ready to rip this man's head off, bro. For so he shitted on Arn. Oh my God, he shit. he gave it to Arn. Used to be legends, <laughs> God. Oh my mother, beautiful eyes. <laughs> that is such a New York hood shit to say. <laughs> oh, I love Eddie, man. For for just, so long, Eddie Kingston has been one of the <sighs> best talkers in this yes. business, and he yes. finally got to show it on a national stage. But we know this. We know that's this. the problem. Like we know that. Like anybody who's anybody who watches wrestling in New York, you know this man. You feel me? Like if you don't, then you're one of those people who just probably is just a WWE fan, a little casual. But if you know wrestling, you know that in New York, you know this man. You know this man, yo. Beast, bro. It was God. It was to even have him on AEW was just like. And then the match that preceded this moment. Jesus Christ. Tevin, get it. I know that's your gimmick. I'm not going. Sometimes I steal it. I'm not going to do it. You do it. He, he, he goes Cody into making this a no DQ match. Cody is with the shits. It goes. Mm-hmm. This is my match. This is my moment of the week off the rip. He he put Cody through the ringer. This was a real, real indie brawl. Like, this reminded mm-hmm. me of when Cody was actually making his way through the indies in, in 2016, 2017. That, that in-between period before yeah, he, when he was still Ring of Honor in New He Japan. wasn't a star yet. Yeah. He, was, he was like, all right, so now you're making your rounds out here. Okay. Yeah. Showing everybody that he's willing to... to put in the work and and grind like it was the topic of discussion here he was willing to grind uh, to show his passion for the business and again cody is is fucking tommy dreamer when it comes to aew he will do anything for this company anything Mm -hmm. like we've been talking about all this heel turn stuff 
and the character development going on in recent weeks. And this was that match that reminded me Cody will do anything for this company. And that's why he's been one of the best baby faces so far. Yep. But uh, yeah, Cody works the uh, Eddie Kingston's left knee throughout the match. <laughs> yeah. You know, to, to stave off Eddie Kingston beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Kingston at one point just brings out some thumbtacks. Tony Schiavone does note that Eddie Kingston used to manage Santana and Ortiz, which yeah. if you put those boys back with Eddie Kingston, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a problem. Man, Let me listen. tell you something about this right here, man. When he brought out that them taxi, he did the whole. That was the most fucking good <laughs> shit. I was like, I love this man because I, you can. I relate to him so fucking much. It's like everything you know, you know. And then he just para arriba, para abajo, para centro, para dentro, and just drops the fucking thumbtacks all over the ground. I was like. Yes, to all, and then it's, it's, it's not, yo. Later on, we get Diamante versus La Sicaria. Even least, like. Y- yes! <laughs> <laughs> These are all people that we're used to watching, that we've seen around here, that we've seen on, on, on the indie scene in New York, that we've seen on TV at this point with Impact Wrestling, that we've seen all over, and they're finally here in AEW, the home. Yes. It, it, yes. It's one of the things I love most about AEW. They reward you for loving wrestling. They really do. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for having a knowledge of this industry, for, for wanting to branch out and watch more than just the one company. They, mm-hmm. they, they reward you for that. They want you to be knowledgeable. It, it, it's really good. But uh, Eddie gets those tacks out, and... He and Cody start trading bombs, and Cody, with bro, with no hesitation, like <laughs> it, it, it was almost as if no one, two, three, no setup, nothing. He, he straight up lifted him, power bombed him right on the tacks. That's it's not Cody's first tag bump, but Jesus Christ, he went for it, man. On free yeah, TV, you see how Cody popped back up? Yeah, he popped back up like shit. <laughs> just, just ran around and. He went absolute ape shit after that. He was like, mm. <laughs> but I know, I know why. I know why. It's that, that rush, that uh, adrenaline, that sting you get from all those tacks on your back. Uh, then you want to finish it now to get them shits pulled the fuck out. <laughs> I think I took that shit once. And I think that, sh- you know what it is though? At first you, you feel the, you feel the initial hit. Then after that, you kind of like numb out. Yeah. Or at least that's how the experience was for me. And then you just, you blur yourself because now the adrenaline has hit your body and you're just going ape shit. But, like, once you're in that mode, all you really want to do is finish the match so you can get them tax pulled the fuck out. Yeah. Because <laughs> that becomes the anxiety in your head. Like, I got all these fucking tax in my body. Fuck. <laughs> you want them out immediately because you know they're going to have to come out. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> you're just like, just get them, get them off. Yeah. Get it. Especially shit we're while the adrenaline still, you know, pumping through your body. Take that shit out now. Yep. Before Before I I start really feeling all this shit. (laughs) Yep. The next day is the worst though. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the light tubes are a little bit nah, the light tubes aren't because they don't hurt as much, but if you got a thin shirt like I used to have most of the time, just a regular black tee or some shit, 
every time I used to do that shit on my back, I would have like a straight line on either side of just yeah fucking glass, and it was just ah, it was so stingy and annoying, and to sleep fucking bothered. So sure enough, after all that, Cody he makes his comeback. He takes advantage. He slaps Eddie Kingston down, mounts him on the ground, puts on the figure four, and gets Kingston to tap. And Cody retains his TNT Championship. This was a hell of a match. This was a fight. This this was gold, man. I to watch him in this environment. So you hear what Jr. says. You know he came out here and he's just like. You know, if if he showed anything coming out here, was that he's a tough son of a bitch. And I'm like, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Sign Eddie Kingston, please. Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley needs to be a thing, and it needs to happen here on A E W. Yes, W. W. <laughs> I, I would definitely take Mox versus Kingston. I believe it's happened, you know, years back, but I'd, I'd, I'd take it now, too. No, but now, now that they're seasoned. Yes. But, uh, yeah, this was this was a really good match. And speaking of Mox, we get a promo from him, he, and he, he points out one of my favorite character traits that he's always had. Even in WWE, they even they were smart enough to keep this character trait on him. John Moxley always does. Exactly what John Moxley says he is going to do. Yep. He said he was going to fucking break Brian Cage's bicep if he had to. And he would have yep. had Taz not thrown in that towel. And he says, you made the right decision, Taz, to do that. To protect your guy. But I'm just warning you, next time, I ain't going to let go. He takes his belt and he walks off. I'm going to hurt this man next time. Next time, he's not going to be able to get off. Next time, he's going to be sleeping with the fishes. Do you get what I'm saying, Taz? <laughs> you understand me? I hope you understand. It's not personal. This is business. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> John Moxley sounded like an absolute fucking mob boss. <laughs> he sounded like he was about to murder a motherfucker. I was like, this is what we need in wrestling. Why can't all wrestling be like this? Why can't all wrestling just be AEW right now? Man, it's, with this, it's in a good spot. And, and, and some of the other wrestling companies are about to yeah. start bubbling up again. We're, we're headed yeah. to a good spot. Impact is starting to fucking impress me. Man, Impact. We're, we're going to have to do an Impact show now that the fucking Motor City Machine Guns are Machine guns. team Ooh. champions again. <laughs> the guns. One of the greatest tag teams of all time. Anywhere, any place, any company. One of the greatest teams ever. So up next, we got good old MJF. Oh my God, this. All right, keep going. Yes, MJF <laughs> versus Griff Garrison. You may be asking, okay. <laughs> who the fuck is Griff Garrison? Being the elite superstar, Griff Garrison. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yes. He he's like if Jungle Boy and Chris Jericho did the fusion. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jericho's foster son is somewhere out here. Yes. Doing the <laughs> doing the graps. <laughs> and Chris Jericho ain't claiming him. MJF calls him Jungle Man. 
So MJF, you know, he's like, hey, how about you tell all these people at home what it's like to share the ring with someone undefeated like me? And Griff's like, hey, <laughs> didn't you lose a tag match at Fighter Fest? And then MJF is like, you know what, Griff? That's a good point. And then he bonks him with the mic. <laughs> basically. <laughs> he basically goes, uh, bruh. But you lost the match. But I lost the what? Beep. Don't imply that <laughs> Jeff is, is not undefeated. It pisses him off greatly. He gets yeah. the mic again, and then he, he starts demanding Griff say, say I'm undefeated. Say it. So then Griff, he, he finally does. He's like, you're undefeated. That was very Jericho. Yes. And then he rolls him up. Say it. <laughs> he makes him say it. And then Griff rolls him up, but MJF kicks out and finishes him off with the Heat Seeker. MJF remains undefeated in singles competition anyway in 2020. So this whole segment was young Jericho. Yeah. You're the one who looks like Jericho. Right? But you're the one who acts like Jericho. You feel me? It's like MJF is over here. Looking and sounding like, like only he can, you know what I'm saying? But then he hits him with all the little bars that Jericho would do, all the little petty bullshit. You know how he does with his, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, with, with his little, uh, 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 little screaming, jabs, and yeah. little things in the matches where he has to talk shit and be a pain in the ass and get himself over his little, all, all the things he's got. The, he's got uh, Mr. Hughes, aka uh, Wardlow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's a whole. It's it's Matt Furberry dreams, ladies and gentlemen. Nah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget the uh, Furberry. But yeah, uh, never forget that ugly green and pink onesie Furberry shit he had on that one time. Uh, Get the fuck the out! Fucking, um, Jeff, stop that shit. <laughs> that shit was gross. But yeah, this was a, a good match, a good segment. Uh, we go to the back with uh, poor, poor Rebel slash Reba. <laughs> she, she's oh, finally going to set the record straight on her name because Tony's like, I, I still don't know quite what to call you. And, and then she's going to be like, Tony, I'm going to set the record straight. My name is, and then Brick calls her over, Reba, Reba, <laughs> you're never here when I need you. Get over here. <laughs> Oh my God! Who came up with? I wonder who backstage was like, "Yo, just call her Reba." <laughs> Always, just call her. Reba. That was probably Jericho too. Goddamn it! <laughs> you should call her Reba. Yeah, like just call her Reba all the time. <laughs> Why? I used to do it with Regal. It was hilarious. <laughs> Me and Regal used to just fucking walk around calling everybody the wrong name. Yeah, it always gets over. Always. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Listen here, sunshine. <laughs> you mango. <laughs> you mango. <laughs> Scammer. <laughs> Triple H. Triple H. <laughs> My old tag partner. Triple H. Triple H. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Hot mess. Hot mess. So, Britt is here to present us with <laughs> rule number four of being a role model, which is never count out a role model. She, she says, you know, I've always made my comebacks and I will continue to make my comebacks. I'm like Michael Jordan with the Washington Wizards. And, and Tony points out, you know, 
the Wizards never even made the playoffs with Mike. And, and Britt's <laughs> like, Tony, stop being an asshole. Which Mike busted his knee in 02, and he was having a really good season. They were going to make the playoffs, but he got hurt. Yeah. So I, I agree with Britt a little bit. See, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? That that wasn't the one that you would have as a bar. That's not an iconic bar. It's true. People were people are gonna be like, but didn't he lose a lot on that team? Yeah. They, and then that's 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 how they're gonna view it. You know. Yeah. You know. They're not gonna <laughs> semantics. And and, 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 and Reba, she's like, you know, I watched Space Jam 19 times, and 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 Michael Jordan beats the Monstars every time. That's gotta count for something. And Britt's just like, both of you shut the hell up. <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. Oh, Lord. Uh, my my favorite three stooges. <laughs> the, these three. Skiavon, Reba, and... And and the good doctor, Britt Baker. No. No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come up with a, with a gimmick name for her. I, I'll come up with it eventually. I, I got to get her a gimmick name. Yeah. Everybody has one, except for her. We got Skiavon, Reba, and, 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 I don't know. And the role model, Dr. Britt Baker. Britty Titty or some shit. Britty, <laughs> Britty Too Titty. <laughs> Britty Too Titty. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Some people going to take that all wrong. Yeah, they're going to take nope. it the wrong way. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Why is everybody so sensitive? We, we just mean that she's, it's, it's a play on Liddy Too Titty. She's lit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a play on Scotty Too Hottie, Liddy Too Titty. Yeah, it's. No, it would be funny, but yeah, no, but nah, we can't do it. Britty to Baker, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. So <laughs> it's Taz. Taz and Brian Cage come out, and and Taz he has to literally explain the story to people who are still complaining that he threw the towel in. He's like, listen, if if Mox did not let go of this armbar, then Cage would have been put on the shelf because, like he says at the end of this promo. Cage never tapped. Cage is not wired to tap. And that's why he's the FTW champion, because he has an FTW mindset. Basically, this man would have never tapped. He would have Austin himself and just poured blood until he knocked out. Exactly. So Taz being the businessman, mm -hmm. he's like, I'm not going to let you do that to yourself. I'll I'll be the one to take the L and and toss the, you know, the flag. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw in the towel for you. Yeah, and, and Taz says, make no mistake, Mox. I did that once, but I will never do it again. It will never, ever happen to Brian Cage ever again. Because you'll never be in that position again. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he got all excited about it and yeah. shit. And I was like, yo, Taz, chill, son. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this brings out Darby Allen. Who, who's, who's got beef? He's got beef. Yeah, you know, he has cage. all the beef with the cages of Brian's. Yeah. Because of the fact that, you know, I don't know. What the fuck happened last week? They they jumped him on dark. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, they and <laughs> <laughs> so they jumped him on dark and whatever. And then, you know, he comes out and he does the gimmick with uh, John Moxley and whatnot. Yeah, Ricky and Starks then, come out. Yeah, then this guy fucking, uh, 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 say his name again. Ricky Starks. Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, she <stops>. bangs, she bangs, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm talking shit, but these guys actually look good together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they like, look like, like they would be a good team. Yeah. Brian Cage and, and Ricky Starks, yeah. aka Ricky Martin Jr. And <laughs> she bangs, she bangs. And, 
And then, you know, John Moxley. The Mox. <laughs> with a big old baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. I think Foley gave him that one time. Oh, yeah. Equalizer. He'll use yeah. it here as opposed to where he was given to him. Yeah, you know, because where they gave it to him, he couldn't use that shit. Vince. But here. Here. <laughs> everything goes. Yeah, this is how we get down. So, the AEW women will be doing a 16-women tag team tournament Lit. called the Deadly Draw. Lit. Which, if I'm guessing, based on the name, is going to be like the old WCW Lethal Lottery where you get two random people in a draw and put them on a tag team, and that's how the, the teams will be determined. And they run through the tournament. I don't know if it's going to be that, that, but I don't know. The reason why I hope not is because I hope there's certain people... That are teamed up. I want to see Vicky Guerrero make her in-ring debut. Oh, debut on AEW. Yeah, I want to see Nyla and, and Vicky. <laughs> I I feel like that would be a, a moment of hilarity. I imagine they've shored up the division with a lot of um actual wrestlers for this tournament. So True. if they do do the draw, that's probably why. You get to do that dynamic of... Who's going to be teamed with who? You can have baby faces with heels and, and so on and so forth. I mean, I, I guess that can be fun. But yeah. I would obviously like certain people to get paired up together, yeah. including Britt Baker and uh, Reba. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a team I want to see, Britt Baker and Reba. <laughs> but we got Alex Marvez with Jericho in the inner circle. Jericho is still wearing damn orange juice covered jacket. Still. But why, though? He's like, this jacket was $7,000, and Orange Cassidy ruined it with his orange juice. And he's, he's, he's damned him for embarrassing the demo god. Nobody embarrasses the demo god. Get a new jacket, man. Yeah. And, and then he moves on to Jurassic Express, and he's like, they made fun of me last week. So he proceeds to make fun of them, makes fun of, of Marco Stunt's hair and Jungle Boy's hair and... <laughs> And he says Luchasaurus isn't a real dinosaur. What? He he always does that with Luchasaurus. He's, he's like, if, if I were them, if I were them, I would make fun of Jericho's hair. Yeah, because <laughs> as we all saw when the orange juice fell on his head, you're losing it. You're losing yeah. it, bro. You're losing it. And it's crazy because like after all this time, he was he was growing it back. But yeah, <laughs> he, he's Shawn Michaeling right now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he he says, you know, Luchasaurus, you're not a real dinosaur, but I'm going to make you extinct tonight. He, he's a real dinosaur. I've yeah. seen his birth certificate. Yeah, he, he showed you his birth certificate, Chris. You yeah. know this. He's a real dinosaur. Stop this. Stop the lies. So up next. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dinosapien. <laughs> <laughs> we got in a false count anywhere match, the Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade. <laughs> or the bakers. <laughs> yeah. This match starts in the kitchen. One of my favorite... Man. They fight outside toward one of the production trucks and... Insane. There, There's a sign that says Mud Show. Yep. And if you know, one of the most outspoken detractors of AEW often calls them and what they do. Fucking outlaw Mud Show bullshit. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> <laughs> so having a mud show sign in the truck during a Young Bucks match that started in a kitchen 
is peak Young Buck's cheeky dick humor. I love it. And then, <laughs> and then it gets even better. They fight over to the escalator, mm-hmm. and they drop Blade with a super kick. <laughs> and Blade's just dead, and up the escalator he goes. Blade died on the way to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that shit was a fucking hot man. Yo, that match, to be honest, was one of the things where I was, like, looking down, and I look up, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like I said earlier, we were watching our, our DMXs and our Snoops yeah. on our phones while everything else was on. And as I'm looking down at my phone, I'm just like, yeah, this is awesome. Look up and I see. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Because <laughs> remember, we were talking about this last night. You were like, yo, I just kept looking at my TV like, what the fuck? Man, I, I, I keep getting distracted by by either the battle what? or the mat. Yeah. <laughs> and then every time you look back up. What? <laughs> How did we get here? Is my question. Yeah, like they eventually make their way out to the ring, and yeah. you know, now it's a it's a wrestling match. <laughs> so B and B bring out tables, and they they put them on the top of the ramp. But the Bucks put them down with the super kicks and the golden trigger, or the BTE trigger, as they call it when they use it. And they go to the top of the stage. Do each of them? Matt hits an elbow. Nick hits a senton, and the Bucks get the one, two, and three. So I guess instead of just booking like another pay-per-view card, they just booked another a, a bunch of crazy TV matches. This was nuts. This was crazy. This was insane. This was Attitude Era bullshit. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> this was Vince Russo at his best. Yes. Like, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm telling you, I literally, it was, it was just a shock to look at your phone, look back up, and insanity is ensuing like what the fuck just happened <laughs> oh man i love it my well, i love it. fucking the best kind of mud <laughs> mud show outlaw bullshit facts we got jake roberts and lance archer jake marvez is going to interview them and <laughs> they're like do, do you have you you guys haven't been on the last few weeks do you have anything to say and and jake's like you want to hear what we've got to say come with us come with us he takes him to the locker room. Lance Archer hits the locker room and and murders all the jobbers. Mm-hmm. Kills every single everybody dies. Do you understand me? Do, do you everybody understand what I'm saying? Dies. To you? Everybody dies. No no one is left alive. He fucking throws a dude through the roof. He he leaves the last dude in the trash. He just dumps him in the trash. Fucking everybody dies. All the they while all Jake die. just calmly We're getting real tireless, you know? We want more opportunity. You, you you go tell them that we're getting sick of this. And then that's who's them though? Like who are you telling? <laughs> yeah, the the management, I guess. Tony Khan. Man, Tony Khan don't answer the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't answer to the likes of you. Yeah, they they, they need a uh, they need somebody in place, like a, an authority figure. Yeah, like just for moments like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to go all WWE on the shit. Just have somebody there for shit like that where they can book matches. I want them to go William Regal with it. <laughs> like, they usually do, like, when yeah. matches get booked, they usually have one of the commentators be like, oh, well, Tony Khan just sent to us that, you know, this is happening now. But I guess, yeah, you could have, like, a quick, maybe he doesn't want to be on TV, but maybe you could just cut the Tony Khan in the back real quick. Like, I've seen this situation, so this is going to happen now. And then or that's not it. even. He could just put a guy in place. Like, yeah. 
Jack Tunney style, but one that's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get a guy who's absolutely terrible at acting. Get a yeah. decent actor, have him fucking, all right, well, this is going to happen tonight as, you know, Tony Khan, blah, blah, blah. I'm the vice president of yada, yada, yada and that's it. Get Dario Cueto. Down with it. Yeah. Fucking, get anybody. Just get yeah. somebody who would work, you know? Yeah. I just miss Dario Cueto. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Fucking miss the best. Now. The best. The best. Diamante yeah. versus Ivelisse. Ivelisse. AEW expanding the women's division through this whole Sheeta is looking for a challenger thing. I like that. It's a yep. good call. It's very, it's very like sports New Japan esque in, in that, you know, I'm laying out the challenge. Anybody who wants a, a shot at me, you come to this company, you you show what you can do. I'll be at ringside watching you because they kept cutting the Sheeta throughout the match, her watching with, with great interest. It's like Mortal Kombat and she's Shao Kahn or some shit, but it, it was cool. And then <laughs> they had they got Big Swole kind of promo during in an inset on Britt Baker Swole. during this. Swole. 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 She promises, promises that Britt Baker's fragile ass is going to meet her in that <laughs> ring sooner rather than later. Damn, son. So then we go back to this match. They start, as Tony says, they're trading taters. And <laughs> they were. They were trading yeah. some slaps. They was. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they, they was hitting each other all right. <laughs> and they went for it. Yeah. But this is what you expect from, like, these two women. Like, they're dead-ass beasts. Like, I, I, we've watched them forever, you know. So, like, at this point, we know what they're capable of. They're, they're capable of even more than what we saw. This was a good little exhibition match, but they're capable of so much. Like, I just want to see where they go with these two women and hope to see them climb up the ladder, both of them, because they're really fucking good. Yeah, like, I think AEW is, is clearly attempting to bolster their women's division right now, when, yeah. and these two are definitely going to be a solid part of that. Yeah, and, and to be honest, like, for you to pick anybody else, like, Whatever, but like these two women were like two great gets, and to see a uh, Faye in the crowd, like what was it a week or two ago? Yeah, like that to me also is like those are the people that I see them starting to bring in and bring in and bring in. I'm like, some of these people, I think they're gonna do really, really good. We we get some wrestling. Diamante gets she rolls her into the schoolboy for the victory. Some good wrestling. Man, that's that's like the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I didn't like about that. It's like... The you inside, won basically with a roll-up? Yeah, the inside <laughs> roll-up. I guess it's the, uh, the setup for a future match, I guess. Yes, yes. That's why I wasn't too mad about it. But still, I was just like... <sighs> yeah. I understand. You would want something more conclusive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So up next... We got five, also known as Alan Angel, Alan Angles of the Dark Order. Five. What is this? <laughs> taking on Hangman Adam Page. Five. <laughs> I'm sorry. It looks too glammy for somebody that looks so hardcore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just felt a little off. To be honest, this match was low-key popping. 
Yeah, this is a, this is a bigger mess. They gave Alan yeah. Engels a, a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I guess he's five. He's in the top five of the Dark Order. I think that's the cutoff point for <laughs> for having your own name. Because yeah. after that, they're just numbers. Yep. But but Alan Engels, he has his own name, but he's also five. Mm-hmm. For for anybody wondering, I believe the the remaining four would be Silver, Reynolds, and of course Grayson and Uno. Yeah. So Hangman in, and in, the in, unnumbered, the yeah, unnumbered. Oh, yeah, Colt Cabana, the unnumbered. He, he's yeah. he's being recruited. They're 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 figuring it out right now. Yeah. Well, not really. I feel like they're protecting him. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you pay attention later, it's like, oh no, you're already in. It's just you, you, you're, you're our. It's kind of like that one kid in your team who actually has a good heart, but y'all motherfuckers is a group of cheaters. Yeah. So you take her, you, you get him out of there when you start to do your dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, go, come on, Michael. You, you a good kid. What are you talking about? No, we're just we're gonna take a walk right quick. Then we should get dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I pick Michael out of all names? <laughs> Sounds like a good boy name. Yeah, Michael. Michael. Come on, Michael. You're all right, Michael. But uh, yeah, in, in the early part of this match, Hangman beats him down, and, and he wins round one of this with an environmental attack. He throws him into the barricade in the crowd. Mm-hmm. But then at that point, the Dark Order shows up on the stage. The, the, the stage switches, and it goes back to you know the Mortal Kombat shit. Who knows up there just... Everybody else behind beside him. It's like Mortal Kombat when you when you win by uppercut in the pit and he goes yeah. downstairs and stage changes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then, oh, and then it, it, it's like having his boys out there for a little bit. It gave five some energy. Yeah. He took over for a little bit. He made a bit of a comeback. <laughs> Fuck it. Evil Uno. Yeah, no. <laughs> once once Colt, <laughs> I mean the Colt, once Hangman decides yeah. I'm done and, and folds him up with a powerbomb for the win, you just see Uno at the top right. Pantomiming all them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's such a video game villain, bro. He's you. great. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> Fucking background NPC just. Oh, I'm going to hell. <laughs> so, Mr. Brody Lee and Colt Cabana come out. General Lee. Yes. <laughs> they hit the ring. And Mr. Brody, he he talks to Hangman. He's like, you know, I've been impressed with you for a long time, Mr. Hangman Adam Page. But what I'm not impressed by is the fact that you don't have a reliable tag team partner when you very clearly need one. And he looks toward... The rest of his boys on the ramp. It was a, it was a cool little moment of you need protection right now, don't you? Then you look for his yeah. boys. Yeah, that that's some type of gang shit. Yeah, it, it's literally like you just had a fight with, with some gang member, right? And then and then you beat that gang member's ass, right? And then the gang show up, but they seen how good you fought, so they're like, "Yo." It'd be nice to have some protection right now. We could hurt you real bad, bro. Like, don't you see what's going on here? But we don't want to hurt you. We've seen what you're capable of. We want you to join the squad. Now, you could join the squad and have some protection. Or shit can get real. Hangman Page is like, bruh, I ain't joining no fucking Colts. I'm sorry. The only Colt I'm cool with is Colt Cabana. 
<laughs> he right over there. What up, Colt? Yeah. <laughs> you see Colt at the top of the ramp like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> exactly. That's Michael. <laughs> Michael just showed up like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the General Lee realizes yeah. what's going on. And he's like, oh, where are you the one? I, I, I'll be right back. Goes up the ramp, says, you know, a few words right there, you know. And then he's like, come on, Michael, let's take a walk. What about our boys? They're not coming. They'll be with us in a little bit. Just give them some time. They're going to they they have a quick little talk with, you know, you, you know, our boy Hangman. That's my friend. He's cool, right? He's like, yeah, we're going to try to talk to him, see if we can't convince him to join the squad. All right, cool. Can't we? Wait, I can I, I, I can help with that. Now, come on. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. We got to go. But I can help with No, we're going. We're going. Digging in. Digging in. <laughs> and they get in the ring and beat the shit out of fucking Hangman Page. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Hangman gets outnumbered, out but that then he's exactly happened. Not by Kenny Omega. <laughs> no. Yeah, he saved not by Kenny Omega, but by FTR. Fuck the U. They run, yeah, they, they run down with a whole cooler. Yeah. That shit beers. hurts what they did. Oh, so yeah. if you know, styrofoam coolers can break very easily. When you fill them up with a gang of beers and just bounce it, what ends up happening is them beer cans come shooting out like fucking bullets. Metal beer cans hurt, especially full of beer, unopened, hurt like fucking hell, shooting at you, freezing cold at 100 miles per hour, Busting right out of a styrofoam stupid cooler because them shits explode for nothing. Then you got all this cold ass water and ice hitting you at the same time. That must have felt like bullets to the face, glass exploding right in your fucking mouth. That must have hurt like hail. <laughs> and they took all of it. They 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 got run off by FTR, and then shortly after, Kenny Omega comes down, and and you know. Checks on Hangman to make sure he's okay. Uh, FTR, they give Hangman a beer. Hangman takes it. It's all good. No beef with Kenny this week. They're just like, we saved your boy. We're good. It's weird. Mm. It's, it's kind of like something we were talking about. But yeah. something that I that I find funny is like, Kenny's like, what are you doing? Don't touch him. <laughs> yeah. Kenny's all like, hey, no, no, my friend. Hey, hey, Don't touch hey. my friend. Yeah. And then they get, no, it's a beer. Just give him a beer. He's like, and then yeah. the Hangman is all like, a beer. For me, <laughs> that shit got me. All right, that shit got me. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was just the way he said it. Just a beer for me. Oh, thank <laughs> you. For, uh, Jesus, it's nice. And after a brawl like that, you need a beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta kick back. Oh man, they took one of those uh, beers that shot out and <laughs> killed the uh, killed the entire Dark Order. Just, dun, 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 <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He pick, they pick one of them shits up right here, buddy, for you. Yeah, right, for right, me, oh, good man. Go. He drank that beer. Oh, man, why did I go full cowboy on that? <laughs> Let me tell you something, cowboy. <laughs> a beer for me. <laughs> but yes. What would you do? What would you It all sets the stage for next week. Tag team titles on the line. Kenny and Hangman defend against Grayson and Uno of the Dark Order. They are the number one ranked team. And it's weird, man. So, we haven't seen them wrestle in a hot minute. Yeah. Like, for before a while, they were getting a bunch of good yeah. wins. So, yeah. But it, it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Let's see what they do now that they have a squad. Yeah. 
Like, it, it, it kind of feels like it could happen. We forget that the OG members. Yeah. Like, they, they are the tag team of the Dark Order when you really yep, think about it. Are. Like, the main tag team, Brody's the single guy. And, you know, the rest of them are sort of the underlings. But Grayson and Uno are the top two heavies. Yep. So, and, man, those two against Omega and Hangman is going to be a good match. Ooh. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. So now it is time for the main event. Jurassic Express. Man, you know this ain't the main event. <laughs> you know the main event was DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Come on. True, bro. true, true. We were saying this all night. Uh, I, I guess the, 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 the main event of AEW Dynamite. <laughs> Jurassic Express. Man, it wasn't even the main event. That shit main evented. The- <laughs> <laughs> it did. It, did. It, it overrode everything. Yep, that's yeah. it. This was the, the, the match <laughs> on this show <laughs> that took place before 10 o'clock. I'm talking hella shit, nigga. This is the main event. Jurassic Express. Oh, man. <laughs> Jungle Boy, Jungle Jack Perry, and, and Luchasaurus versus... He, I'm telling you, he wants to turn everybody into Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Jungle Jack Perry, Jungle Boy. Nah, he said it right this time. He said, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I was like, "Yo, that sounds fire," but it sounds very Stone Cold Steve Austin. That, but he he's he's been that's been his thing the whole time. Like he's Jungle Boy Jack Perry. He wants yeah. he wants him to use his real name. Yep. Yeah. And I, I don't blame him. That's a great name. He has a great wrestling name, Jack Perry. That sounds badass. Yeah, it's a good name. It's like when Scott Hall went Scott Hall, and you know what yeah. I'm saying. Anyways, yeah, we get uh, Jungle Boy coming out here on the shoulders of the source of Luchas. Yes, and, you know, Marco and, Stunt. And uh, Marco Stunt running around like a maniac. Chris Jericho comes out wearing his fucking orange juice stained jacket with a whole ass squad of fucking Jake Hager and our boys. Santana and Ortiz. Proud and powerful. If I wasn't proud, then I wouldn't be powerful. Jesus. Power. The power. Jericho, he's had a few good feuds in AEW short history, but his his best, at least recurring one, might be with Aubrey. The yep. way he gets into it with Aubrey <laughs> is the, the best. Yeah, he's the one always talking about don't insult the ref. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> him and Aubrey always back and forth. Yep. And then she- but I guess he's he's also bigging her up because now she, she feels over. Yeah. So Pentico. He runs in from the crowd. He's been he's been <laughs> on AW Dark, you know, having matches here and there. And he's he was in the crowd tonight. And you forgot who you forgot to mention somebody else who was in the crowd tonight. Who was in the crowd tonight? Up in the rafters. Sting? <laughs> Not Sting. No. Matt oh Hardy. yeah, Matt Hardy. Yes. He was he was looking on. Yeah, he was he was That's how I knew there was something fishy, fishy with Pentacle. Because remember, Matt Hardy has a boner for somebody in in that group. Yes. Which is why I was like, you know what I'm saying? This company really scratched my chin a bit. This company really was like something. Yeah, they they, they got they, they go with that shit like the little planting seeds everywhere. Smart stuff, smart stuff. But yeah, sir, <laughs> they got Serpentico <laughs> out there. He runs in. He hits Luchasaurus with the fucking bat, and that leads to Jericho and the Inner Circle getting the win. And then he, what's the name that they gave the bat? Huh? What's the name that they gave the bat? I forgot what they called the bat. 
God damn it. Yeah. I can't remember. He was the newest member of the Yeah, Star. fuck. <laughs> but yeah, for a, like, for a moment, I thought it really was Serpentico. Then I was like, no, it's that's not him, is it? He wasn't shaped. Right? Yeah, but I was still confused because I had forgotten about who it was. Yeah. So he runs in. He hits a shooting star press. And I'm like, that's not Serpentico. And he pulls off his mask. And then Tony, with the classic, that's not Cyclope voice, that's not Serpentico. It's Sammy Guevara. The Spanish <laughs> god is back. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one. to hear Tony say it like it was fucking 1998. Plus, it's Chris yeah. Jericho involved. <laughs> yep. That's not Serpentico. <laughs> but yeah, Sammy Guevara, oh, right. the Spanish god, has returned. Jericho looked so happy. <laughs> yep. Yep. He got his boy back. The Spanish god has returned. He's been undefeated. Hopefully, they got over that whole situation. And Tony Khan everything said, has you know, worked out. He went to sensitivity training. He donated his pay to women's shelters. He he yep. threw himself headfirst into, you know, being a better person through this whole thing. So Tony Khan was like, "I feel like he, yeah. he made the effort, so he's good to come back." And apparently, I heard that there was even a uh, female wrestlers who spoke up about him. And they were like, yo, he he's never shown anything like that to us. He's been mature and respectful. Like, we never had a problem like that, you know? Which is why I'm saying, like, growing up on TV is the fucking worst. <laughs> because people don't, you know, he was still, he was an adult, but he was a young adult. And as somebody who's now 30, I can tell you in my 20s, I was absolutely reckless. <laughs> and now I'm just, like, looking back, like, but why? <laughs> you know, so exactly. So you're still growing when you're 20, you know what I'm saying? You're still learning and going through shit. I mean, you learn your entire life. So, you know, that's the thing, though, like being in the public eye and growing up in this, you know, era where everything is recorded and everyone is on TV and everybody's on Instagram and everybody's on YouTube and everybody's on Snapchat where you put out your day to day and put out your thoughts and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And what ends up happening is some of that shit comes back to haunt you. And, you know, I feel like that's what happened with Sammy Guevara. I don't feel like he's that person right now. I feel like that's just who he was. He was probably just, and he said it was a joke. You know, he wasn't, he didn't mean it. It's just, that's the type of person he was at the time. And, you know, he, he learned from it and, you know, he hadn't been that person in a long time either. So, you know, it's not like he had a track record of being a fucked up person. That was just one statement taken out of context on, on a show that he was joking about it and he said you know and then he did everything that he can do to show that look you know that's not who i am anymore and hopefully that's not and everything that just happened and you know i hope now we can to we get to get over this and you know we can move on with life and people start to understand i feel like a lot of people nowadays don't understand and they're just like oh no can't you know because the whole cancel culture and shit like once you've done something bad oh you can't come back from that and i know that's bullshit as a human being we do stupid shit. We learn from our mistakes. We move the fuck on. You know? I, I just think the way that, you know, everybody involved handled this situation is, is should be held up as an example for if, if shit like this ever happens in the future as how, how this should be handled. I think everybody from Sammy to AEW, Sasha herself, everybody all handled this really maturely, 
And I think that's how you how this type of stuff should be handled from here on out. Yeah. So with that said, that was AEW Dynamite. It was a crazy show. Man, you got to mention all the crazy brawl that popped up oh, afterwards, yeah. man. It wasn't even over. Yeah. <laughs> As Sammy's yeah. back, fucking Orange Cassidy and the best friends come out to even the odds and send the inner circle off. So they, they all yep. retreat through the crowd, but they're all back together. So they're all happy and they, they fucking flip everybody off and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the ring. You get all this burp, 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 Yeah, it was a fuck. Best friends. Sorry. So we're going to get a big, big match there next week, a big multi-man, which should be crazy. Yeah, because you got that whole, whole squad. You got fucking Jungle Boy Jack Perry. (laughs) You got Luchasaurus. You got the best friends, and you got Orange Cassidy. That's why I think they're going to pick... I think Marco Stunt is going to be a manager for this one. Yeah. <clears throat> then on the other side, you got a fucking Santana, Ortiz, Jake Hager, Chris Jericho, and the returning Sammy Guevara. You'd love to see it, Marco. You'd love to see it. <laughs> I'd love to see what they're going to do with this. You can't get a better hype man to get you hype for a show than fucking Eddie Kingston. There's no fucking way. <laughs> like Eddie Kingston, I'm telling you, the entire world is now screaming at the top of their lungs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we need this man in this company. Hire this man, please, AEW, for the love of God, hire Eddie Kingston. He will do you all sorts of good. He's like if he's like if New Jack did right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like. It's like if, if, if New Jack understood, all right, this is kayfabe outside of here. I'm going to be, try to be, a, you know, a little less extreme. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to chill out <laughs> when I'm not yeah. in the ring cutting promos and working. Because that's how Eddie Kingston is. Eddie Kingston is like a real cool dude when you have him outside. Well, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. You know, I don't know him personally. Man. But, you know, from what I've seen with other people, he's pretty cool. He's pretty chill. Yeah, it, it, it does feel like with, with AEW in regards to... It feels like they're just going again. Like, they've sort of realized, fuck it. The, the, the situation is what it is as far as the pandemic. Let's just go. Let's just book. Let's, let's fucking do our shit. Because this was an all-out show, it felt like. Even, even like, like the, the past couple of weeks have been, like, pay-per-view quality shows, of course. But, but, yeah. this, but now this we had a stories, right, yeah. this, was, this was all out. Yep. This had everything we needed. It built up their women's division. Now that we know we're going to have that whole tournament, uh, Diamante and Ivelisse went ham, bro. La Sicaria, Ivelisse, I'm telling you, bro, it's, it's crazy to, to have them two women here. And it's like they're going to slowly beef up their women's division and it's going to look great. Like it's already starting to look insane. And I'm, I'm waiting till Auntie Faye get on there, bro. Yeah. It's- you know, Faye is bae. You got to put her on, bro. Yeah, she she been it's out time, there. Bro. You take it too long, but yeah. just put her up, put her there. Make it happen. Want to see her wrestle? She's great. Let's make it happen. She's a big, she's a nice, thick, curvy woman who has all the big areas that we <laughs> love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and she can move. You know what I'm saying? She can move. So it's like to have a woman with all them curves. Yes, and me with no bricks. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> to have a woman with all them curves. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and she can move the way she does, and she's so impactful when she hits. We saw her win uh, the BCW Women's Championship live, bro. Like, that's insane, bro. Like, ugh. Sign, sign, sign Faye Jackson, AEW. Sign her. Sign her, she's already signed. Sign her, she's already signed. <laughs> but yes. Yes to all of AEW. Yes. 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 It was quite the show. And with that said, it's time to move on to the next show. It's NXT. Uh, as always. We got William Regal still at home, like a good boy, William Regal. He throws. <laughs> he hilarious at that angle, by the way. He does. Holding his, his camera or his iPad or whatever. He's, he's being a, a. He's a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a straight up boomer over here talking about camera all under his chin and shit. Damn. Camera all under his chin and shit. I am sunshine. sunshine. Look at me, sunshine. I look fat and shit. I put it up here so I look normal. Wall games. <laughs> but yes, Regal, he throws to Keith Lee, who, who has an announcement. Keith Lee says, you know, life is about opportunities. And in order for me to continue to pay on these opportunities, I am going to relinquish the North American Championship. Boo! God, Steve, you hurt my head. The belt is here, and that shit hit no. me really hard. <laughs> if, if there was a crowd, I imagine that would be the reaction, though. Yeah, I would have booed my fucking heart out. It, it It's a decent it, enough it, explanation. It, it. <laughs> no. But, like, if you weren't going to book him as a double champion, don't make him a double champion. I would have rather he lost this shit in, like, some weird-ass bullshit match. You know what I'm saying? I rather would have just had somebody have a weird ass finish and just fucking have somebody take that one belt off of him and then, then fucking just, well, you know, I want to give opportunities and I can't defend both these belts. Yes, you can. You're fucking Keith Lee. You're limitless. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. You got to keep the kayfabe, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this is exactly why. Since WWE already loves to steal shit from Impact with impunity. Yeah. Just take option C. Option C is the best, most logical thing to do <laughs> with a mid-card champion you want to send to the top. If you don't know what option C is, in Impact, you can cash in the X Division Championship as option C for a shot at the World Championship. Which basically means you give up your mid-card championship to go for the world championship. Then you leave the mid-card championship to the mid-card. And then it leaves your opportunities, like Keith Lee said. Yeah, that it, would make way more sense than everything they did here. Yep. Because in that way, it's like you, there's something to lose. You feel me? Like this title is important to me, but this is the, the more important belt. So I want to gravitate towards that main card belt. So I'm going to have to, you know, relinquish this belt because they don't feel like, cause if you make it a they thing instead of a you thing, then, you know, it's, it's different, you know? Yeah. Cause if, if you make it a you thing, like, oh, I'm relinquished, then that makes you look weak, you know? Yeah. 
And it makes it seem like you don't care about the title. Instead, it's more of a, well, this is the way that that the game is played, you know. The the point is, if I give up this belt, I can go for this belt, but then I can also lose it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a they thing, not a me thing. Doesn't yeah. make it feel any less, you know, prestigious in my my, you know. Yeah. It, and and with this, it just kind of ended up being that the North American title got held up for a little bit, and you know, I don't know. I just would have preferred they do it another way if they were gonna, you know, back out of it in the end. I feel like I would have just taken him, taken it off of him clean. Yeah. In a regular match, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Where it's just like, all right, he had this match. There was uh, maybe a little bit of a funny finish or whatever, where it's just for that one title. Yeah. And then have it mean something. Like, I would have just had Dijakovic do it last week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Dij- if Dijakovic, if he would have been like, all right, I'm not going to put up my world title up. I just got it. But I will put up this title because you deserve an opportunity at that title. Yeah. You know, you're the person who took me to the limit. Then I would have had him win it. Then you could have done the whole thing afterwards. Like, oh, how are we going to crown a new champion? Okay, now there's a reason to do the tournament. I feel like that would have worked. And then this week, when the whole situation happened that happens later, it would have meant more, more, like legit more. As a matter of fact, that would have been the reason why you have the tournament right there. But we talk about that later. That would have been per Damn! I'm so mad now. That's how they could have done it. They had better avenues, but they did what they did. Idiots! Oh! But I guess the positive out of it is we are getting a tournament, a series of triple threat matches to lead to a ladder match at TakeOver Porn. Pardon. TakeOver <laughs> 30. Nah, Maybe man. TakeOver 30. TakeOver Triple X. Xavier, I got you. Nah, it's Triple X. It's Triple X. Triple X. HBW World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. NXT TakeOver Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> that was niche. <laughs> Super niche. <laughs> Oh, man. But, uh, yeah. So, I, I'm down for a ladder match. The the, the last one for the mm-hmm. North American Championship was great. So Yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, I'm good with that. We got our first match of the evening. Oh, shit. It's time to loom. It's time to loom. Killian Dane versus Dexter Loomis. This this fight is over art. Yes. How How dare you draw me, you son of a bitch? These are graffiti wars right now. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta pay. <laughs> Walking around toying motherfuckers. Every motherfucker, it was you. I know it was you. You toyed me last time. I'm gonna toy you. <laughs> so they had this brawl. <laughs> they had this solid back and forth brawl that eventually goes into which big guy is gonna be able to, to, to be quicker. Which was, was speaking of big guy. Yeah. Killian Dane looked smaller, yo. Yeah, like he shed some weight. And he was moving around. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. Like he was already, you know, a quick big guy. But now that he lost even more weight, like he's even faster and it's scarier now. Yeah, this was a good <laughs> match. This was a good match. Yeah. But um, yeah, Loomis, he hits the top rope <laughs> senton and puts in the Katakatame for the win. Dexter Loomis continues to loom. And he continues to draw because <laughs> yep. Killian Dan, you ain't going to stop me from, from these, these drawings. I still find it weird that he, the little edge thing on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see him do that, I'm like, yeah, 
So we got McKenzie with Roderick Strong. Yeah. He's got a match against Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed to qualify for the latter match at TakeOver. Roddy, he says, this is the opportunity to get the Undisputed Era back on track, and I'm taking that tonight. But Bronson Reed comes in, he cuts him off, and he's like, listen, you, the Undisputed Era, you've had enough chances. It's my time. I'm going to show why I'm a player in NXT. But then Johnny comes up, and he's like, listen, the face of the brand coming through here, I'm going to show the both of you why I am the heart and soul of NXT, and I'm going to become North American champion once again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that's that. Up next, Bronson Reed is go. Bronson Reed is great. Ever Rise versus <laughs> Breezango. <laughs> you already know why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these two young young guys, uh, Ever Rise, are Canadian, correct? Yes. So they're Canadian. And uh, what do Breezango do <laughs> to celebrate their? <laughs> Their Canadian heritage. <laughs> Breezango, they decide to come out as <laughs> the Mounties. We're the Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, both of them <laughs> are the Mounties. <laughs> and they always get their men. <laughs> they always get their men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. But they're dumber because they yeah. literally came out with the whole. And then once they hit the ramp, it switches up. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah, so their theme song, and it's ah, oh, it's so goofy. <sighs> They're such goofball strippers. Uh, <laughs> but this match was great. Yeah, this match was fun. Yeah, because Ever Rise is a really good, you know, undercard job team. This so, felt very Velocity, by the way, but it was very fun. Yeah, Ever Rise. I love when they do the defense chant. Yeah, yeah. defense, <laughs> defense. But then Breeze, he cuts all yeah. that off with a super kick. Supermodel's kicks. Yeah, supermodel kicks. And, and then they're both doing them. They, they actually get yeah. the win with dual supermodel kicks. Yeah, with a tandem one. Wow. Yeah, so Breezango getting a, a solid win. NXT trying to, I guess, buffer up their tag division a bit. But uh, we got McKenzie with Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic. <laughs> he's, he's, he's made himself a promise. I promise I'm going to smash Karrion Cross tonight. And I promise I'm not going to be blindsided by him again. He's going down there and I'm taking him out. And, and that's that. How much do you have to pay for a Karrion? <laughs> God damn it. But <laughs> doom doom. Sorry, <laughs> jokes, man. God damn it. God damn it, pal. <laughs> nah, I, I, hey, man, I'm, I'm dying to see uh, so, some beef here. Yeah. Because Ten. these two men are, are both insane and they're both beefy. Yes. Feast your eyes and then TikTok, TikTok. And that takes us to our next match. Aaliyah with Robert Stone versus Shotzi Blackheart. Now this shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert Stone, he tries to distract Shotzi, but yes. she kicks him off the apron and he lands on his injured leg again. He's down. And then that leads to Shotzi mm-hmm. getting the win. Post-match, Shotzi just decides to go whole hog like, fuck it. Why not just kill you? And she, she she's going to cripple him and run over his leg with her tank again. And it's his <laughs> good leg this time. Yep. She takes out the good leg with her tank. But this time, from out of nowhere. Get your leg out of your leg. Yeah, she took his leg out of his leg. But out of nowhere, Mercedes Martinez just 
boots her into oblivion, takes right her down. In the yeah, and Aaliyah and Robert Stone are both staring at her all shook, and she she looks at them and, and walks off. That shit was real, though. Yeah. That shit was real. Um, In my head, though, it's like, well, we'll figure it out later, but I was just like, why, though? Yeah, it's an interesting uh, pairing up, to say the least. Yeah. So, but at least, you know, we get a little info later. Yeah. So we get a promo package on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Oh, my boy be swerving. Yeah, and I like this. It detailed all the links uh, between him and, and wrestling yeah. and music because, you know, he does music. Yeah, he was doing the music gig, and I'm over here like, hey, that's yeah. a familiar place. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about, you know, how the beats and the, and the bars and the cadences and the song, how they all match up to the different elements of a wrestling ring and a wrestling match. And it's, man, as 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 musicians here, <laughs> yeah, exactly, we can appreciate this. I was all like, Bars, <laughs> literally. I like that. That's what I like to see, right? There. That's literally. That's how you know we we know what we're talking about because one of our even gimmicks here was the bars, and and you know what I'm saying like absolutely bars because he he mentioned our musical, you know, life, and we we love music. We're very big into music, as you can tell with the whole DMX Snoop Dogg talk that we're gonna probably never shut up about. <laughs> At least for the next few months. <laughs> yeah, that that was too real. Yeah, way too real. Uncle Snoop, son. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, Swerve, he, he sends a message to Santos Escobar. He says, you know, next time you face me in that ring, you're going to be looking at the next Cruiserweight champion. Nah. <laughs> so, count your days, Cokey McCoke dealer. Nah. <laughs> that boy's selling way too much coke right now to be stopped. Not it's even not, just that, bro. He got a whole squad, bro. Yeah. You dolo, son. Yeah, you need. You gonna you have need. to find you some cronies, bro. Yeah. Better hook up Can't with Drake. Just go up. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> she. She. So we got an NXT North American Championship qualifier: Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed versus Roderick Strong. This match oh, was really damn good. Shit. Yo, everything about this match, bro. Everything, yo. This match was to me match match of this show of their night. Yeah. This was this was really good. Naturally, the two smaller heels often work together at different points yep. in an attempt to take down the bigger baby face. But Bronson Reed, they know what it is. It's man, that thick boy season. It's no quit and it's no stopping thick boy season. He he uh-huh. does not stay down. He comes back constantly over and over again. At one point, Johnny goes for a toe suicida, but Roddy catches him and goes for the backbreaker, but then Reed takes them both out with his own toe suicida. Mm-hmm. So, back in the ring, Bronson Reed goes up top, lays them both out, hits the senton, and gets the one, two, three to advance to the ladder match at TakeOver 30. For the but North he didn't American just get a senton. You got to explain how that shit went off. Freaking, uh, who was it? Roddy's arm was the one that was up on him? Yeah. So Roddy's arm was up on top of Gargano. And then when Bronson Reed landed, he destroyed, <laughs> destroyed this man's hand. Absolutely. Just, ah, fuck. Like, just, Crushed. Like, done, son. And then he just... Blam, and just won that way. It was like a, a trigger almost. It was almost like hitting a fuse and just the firework goes off. 
It's like two for one special right there, man. And he did that dope ass. Uh, what was it that that I found cool? Where he just kind of like put him up upside down, in like an unprettier style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And then the he put style. he did a uh, fucking rock bottom on top of it. I was yeah. like, that is insane. I don't know where you guys came up with this. Probably Hunter, but <laughs> God, yo. Maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. Maybe they came up with that spot. That shit was dope. Bronson Reed looked tremendous in this match. He Hell did. yeah. Hell yeah. Thick boy season it is. Yeah, and then we're going to be seeing more thick boy season because he's in that ladder match now. Hell Wow. That's going to be dope. That'll yeah. be insane. I want to see what they do. Because he's one of those guys that, you know, like they've just been using as like, okay, he can do stuff, but he's he's just there, you know? Yeah, now he's getting an opportunity to really, you know, yep. have a this big match. This was the fuse. Yeah. Let's see what happens now. Yeah. Up next. Oh, man. Some, all right, all right, all right. Some grapple fuck violence. Timothy Damn, Thatcher. Yo, I, maybe I misspoke. Maybe this was the match of the night. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Lorkin. Round two. Oh, this was indeed round two. More fucking... Beautiful grabs, <laughs> beautiful violence. I go oh watch these two God. wrestle all the time. This was old school wrestling. It was all the. It was like British strong style mixed with like all sorts of like MMA and all sorts of like regular old school wrestling and some ground and pound and some joint manipulation. It was everything: suplexes and surfboards. It was everything, everything I wanted to see. Yes, 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 yes. You so often don't see, you know, this this type of match on WWE television. And, and just it stands out in the best kind of way. So good. European uppercuts left and right. Oh, my God. Only he, he tries to lock in the Fujiwara armbar of his own for revenge. Mm-hmm. You want to fuck my arm up? How about I fuck your arm up? You want to fuck on me? <laughs> you fuck on me? No one fucks on Oni, all right? You that ref was trying to fuck on me. <laughs> Not having that. But his hubris, it, it costs him as, as yeah. Thatcher is able to reverse it and, and lock him into a pinning combination for the for the quick victory. It leaves Oni pissed off and, and, you know, upset in the ring. Can we see, like, round six of this? Please. Get them both in the <laughs> in the ladder match somehow. Let them kill each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get neither of them in the ladder match and let them kill each other at, at, at Takeover Thirty. Then Put, have have like Danny Birch come back and they become a triple squad. Yeah, just <laughs> same. <laughs> they 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 beat the shit out of each other and then come to respect each other. Yep. So yeah, make that happen. Make it happen. And uh, next week, don't we have a gimmick? With with a uh, Thatcher in it, um, yeah, he will be in a triple threat match against Dexter Loomis and Finn Balor. Insane, crazy! I want all of it. Give me all of it. So we got Aaliyah. She she's tending to Robert Stone in the back when Mercedes Martinez she walks up to them and she she lays out exactly what she wants. Yeah, I she want, explains what happened finally. <laughs> yeah, I want someone to deal with you know contracts and management and all the other crap that I don't I don't like dealing with. I don't want to deal with it. I want you to focus on all that shit so I can focus on what I like doing, which is hurting people. 
So Robert yeah, Stone is like, like <laughs> yeah. She basically said, "Hey, I want to be uh I want to be like a uh, you know, a female version of Damian Priest and I don't feel like dealing with people. <laughs> yeah. I don't so like people. you deal with the people and I will deal with killing the other people. <laughs> yeah. And then we that, you know that's it. You know I don't I don't feel like yeah. dealing with people. Yeah. You make money, I make money, I kill people. That's how that works. Exactly. Yeah. And then he he tries to get up on his feet, but he can't, yeah. so Aaliyah picks him up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you got a deal, pal? Yeah. <laughs> they, they old school, 90s, 80s uh, TV show bullshit. <laughs> right. You, you half expect a freeze frame. <laughs> you got yeah. a deal, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a high five. five. <laughs> All, All right, cut, cut and print. Beautiful guys, dynamite. <laughs> so we cut to Prince Fulking Devitt. Oh, was, Prince Fulking Devitt, mate, he's here. He's fucking pissed at the fucking nerve of Keith Lee giving handouts out here handing shit out. But I'm going to take mine. advantage of the fact that you're not man enough to defend your fucking title. You're not a fucking man at all, mate. <laughs> Promises he's going to defeat Dexter Loomis and Timothy Thatcher next week to advance to the ladder match where he will win the North American Championship. Prince Bala the man, Prince Bala the demon, Prince fucking Devitt! <laughs> Captain fucking New Japan. Get the fuck out of Captain fucking New Japan. Get the fuck out of now it is time for the main event. Carrying Cross versus Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Bitch. They still got... Scarlet singing the entrance. Stop this. She's doing it a little less, but it needs to be. No, not at don't all. have her sing it. Just have <laughs> her right? come out and do all that weird, fooky, fooky. Just have her do weird, fooky shit, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. No singing. Yeah, just all syncing. sorts of weird movements with her body and shit, like, you know? <laughs> I yeah, don't know they, how to explain it. Just they gotta, have her walk out and do a gimmick, and then, you know, have Carrie and just walk out chilling <laughs> like yeah. he does. Yeah. So this this was a great exhibition in, in getting over Cross as a threat and as as a beast. Finally. Yep. Yeah. But but for me, it, it did that and it, it also showed just how fucking great Dominic Dijakovic is. It did. It did. Like But to me too, like I feel like this was also like the coming out party of uh Carrying cross because of the fact that what we've seen, like just bullshit. And then this match here was a fucking match. This here proved to us, uh, most of the people who, like aren't really too into him, like, you know, that just started seeing him on NXT, they're gonna be like, oh, this is what he's capable of. And it's like, yeah, bro. So I, I like that they finally got to show us what the man is capable of here on NXT. Things like this are what I've been waiting for out of Cross. Like I've been saying, it. like and you know, like when I yep. watched them on Impact and all that, I loved them. But so far in NXT, I don't feel like it's been there. But this week, it, it finally felt there. Yep, he's such a heel. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. Just so Lee Cross is preparing to to, mm-hmm. to put Dijakovic down. Yep, like a dog. Yeah. 
He's got he's 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 got him down in the mount. He's got his forearm up against his neck. Mm-hmm. And then Keith Lee comes down, and he looks like he wants to intervene, but but Dijakovic looks over at him like, "Don't do it, Keith. Don't you come in this ring. This is my call. I'm making this choice. Let me do it." So Keith he respects that. He backs away. He's like, "All right." So the whole time Cross is, is looking right at Keith Lee like, "If you don't save your boy, I'm gonna put him down." And but, sure you know, enough, he, he has to respect what his man said. You know, he's not going to fucking just go against his word. You know, he said, look, man, let me do this. I got this. I got this. And sometimes, even though, you know, your homie ain't got it, <laughs> you you got to let him as a man handle his business. Yeah. So Cross takes him out with the forearm across the throat. Bang. He yokes him up in the sleeper right in front of Keith Lee. Makes Keith Lee look as he makes Dominic Dijakovic fade and turn purple. You know what he did in the hood? He did a, oh, this your man's, huh? This your man's. Oh, this is your man's right here, huh? Look, 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 look. He turned the colors. Look at him. Look, oh, this your man's. I'm sorry. Look, look, look. And then as soon as the bell ring. Fucking Keith Lee up in that ring, like, what up, though? Yeah. <laughs> Karrion Cross backs up a bit, you know. But, you know, he's still giving Keith that look, like, nigga, next time it's going to be you. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, shit. Like, this shit felt real. Yeah. This was really good storytelling. Yeah, um, a really, I guess, Dijakovic is the sacrificial lamb, but it made sense. It panned out. It worked perfectly. Yes. Especially to see a dude, you know, who has, we, we've been saying it, Dijakovic and Keith Lee, they're like Goku and Vegeta. They seem yep. superhuman in the way they always go back and forth with each other. But for Cross to put him down in such a brutal, visceral, human way, it was good storytelling. Yep. So much appreciated uh, on, on NXT's behalf. Uh, to to get that going mm-hmm. for Cross because I feel like he needed that. He seems absolutely savage now. Like there's no yeah. fucking way. Yeah, I'm Captain ready to see him challenge. New Japan. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that was NXT. Oh, man. A good show. Uh, you know, it, it fell by the wayside due to not only a, a crazy dynamite, but fucking the battle of the century. <laughs> Yep, DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop Dogg yeah. versus DMX. Uh, black dog with the bl- red eyes and and and, and uh, skinnier black dog with the with the blue eyes and 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 the V in the middle with all the verses and the and, and the Swiss beats on on the battle cats and <laughs> it was fun, man. It was so man. It was a good night. It was a good night. It really was. I mean. We had this on this side. It, I couldn't pay attention to anything except for the goddamn battle because it was like I just kept looking left and right and left and right and left and right. And it was just like hot mess, but it felt great just to have so much entertaining shit going on at once. This NXT did what it had to do, and I, I liked it. The only thing I didn't like, obviously, was the whole Keith Lee having it do that weird shit with his title. Like, that's the only thing where I'm like, you could have done something way better with this. But that being said, everything else was great. On AEW, we had an an entirely crazy show with so much story building and all this. Uh, if you watched the uh, Impact, Impact was fucking great. 
<laughs> Impact was insane. Uh, the horror show was a hot mess, but it made me laugh. <laughs> the horror show. Fucking uh, Raw wasn't that terrible. To be honest, Raw got some cool stuff done. You know what I'm saying? Raw. Uh, yeah, people talk about Raw. I don't know what's going on. on I'll Raw. tell you a little bit of what I what what caught my attention on Raw was literally that whole situation with uh, Mustafa Ali coming at back and teaming up. So you see that whole situation with that happened with like the best friends, and, yeah. You know, with and then with uh, Santana and 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 Ortiz yeah. and then Jake Hager and, and Jericho and the, and all the peoples like that and like that. Yeah. The way that they separated at the end was this a uh, similar situation. With the new beatdown clan, aka what was it? Something business? What oh yeah, it? yeah. The 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 hurt business. The hurt business, <laughs> man. You yeah, know what that is? Yeah, like that's literally that fucking meme that people would use for impact whenever a WWE guy would get released. Like like yeah. say The Rock. What's yeah. the boulder doing in the impact zone? <laughs> impact zone ass name yeah. for the discount beatdown clan. Yeah, I mean it's 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 all right. They came up with it, I'm guessing, so it is what mm-hmm. it is. I I just like to see that, you know, Mustafa when Mustafa Ali came, the only thing I don't like about the Mustafa Ali return was just it could have been the hacker thing. You know, but maybe they could. That could be it later. I don't know. They, I feel like they they probably tossed out the whole idea, which sucks because they shouldn't have. But if they did, whatever. You know, yeah, they they do what they do. It was still good I, I to see, see Ali there. Yeah, and, I did know. see a clip of him hitting a fucking tope on Lashley. Yep, yep. that should look crazy. Yeah, now nah, he launched himself. Yeah, <laughs> it was that like he pressed. Awesome. X, it's like he pressed X and held it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, Lashley flew back to the table. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> he murdered himself. And, you know, then they did a triple land, everybody in the ring. Ah. You know, uh, you know, Ricochet, uh, Cedric, and, and Ali did the whole boom. And then they all landed in the center of the ring. Man, that was dope. fucking took Ricochet. I miss Ricochet. Yeah, they, man, I, I'm telling you, I've been watching them. And he, he's been pretty good. I mean, when they do let him be on TV. You know? Yeah. But anyways, we had a good week of wrestling so far, you know? Yeah, the horror show was ridiculous. But I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed the whole Bray gimmick. Uh, watching The Fiend come out of the bubbles like, uh, you know, Jason X was fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> you know? Like, that was... It was just funny. And it was... Ping pong ball Rey Mysterio eye was fucking also hilarious. Oh, fucking <laughs> Seth. He's gonna... He's, he's gonna... gonna He's gonna puke. He threw up everywhere. That was a high. And I missed it initially. I missed it initially. I had to go back and watch it. Because Hazel was like, look, did you see? I was at work. Mm. <laughs> so I, he was like, look, did you see him puke? I was like, no, I had a customer. <laughs> I missed the yeah. eye, like, initially. And no, I, I saw just the saw, eye. The eye I got to see. <laughs> I didn't see. I just, yeah. I, I see Seth looking over at Ray all shocked. And I'm like, what? And then I just see, and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, there was a white <laughs> ping pong, like, right stuck to yeah. his, like, mask. Yeah, it was then silly. I eventually <laughs> see it. And it, was, it was silly. Like, with, like, ketchup on it. It was so fucking silly. It, it's, <laughs> it, it sucks, because, like, I thought it was a pretty good match. Yeah. All things considered. Like, a good hardcore, you know, back and forth weapons brawl. Yeah. It just, the the, the silly, I'm going to take your eye out shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I w- thought it was going to be a, a legit horror film type situation, like a cinematic joint. Like, I heard 
CGI yeah. and shit like that. That, yeah, that was yeah, the main yeah. reason I even watched this shit. Are they going to yeah. use the CGI eyeball? But they, they, nah. they didn't. They used practical props. Yeah. It's whatever. I didn't hate it. You want to know what was what felt CGI as fuck? That whole Bray Wyatt gimmick. Oh. Uh, that shit felt weird as hell. It was like Braun versus Braun. <laughs> I did like uh, fucking the, the, the spirit of Alexa. <laughs> the spirit of to... Massachusetts is the spirit <laughs> of America. The spirit or, of Whatever she is. A vision. Yeah. Alexa. Yeah, just, so basically the whole gimmick was, you remember when they were doing the little big uh, storyline situation? Yeah. Appealing to Braun's horny subconscious. Yep, and <laughs> hey, babe, yeah. you know you want to be. She sounded like a straight up call girl. It was horrible. Yeah, you come know join you me. Be with me. Come home. Come, come home, home with me. Diddy over here singing. Come home. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, it, it was a WWE show. Good wrestlers having to deal with bad booking. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was silly. It was. It was fun though. But you know. Fun Raw, fun stupid pay per view, fun Slammiversary. Golly, that one was good. Uh, fun, uh, these idiots <laughs> on Impact. The fact that they have like a whole little gang now that were former WWE guys is like lol. Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's <laughs> Heath and uh, all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's pretty cool. And then of course we had these two bangers of a show. You know what I'm saying? And then we had DMX versus Snoop Dogg. <sighs> what a night. Oh, what a night. It's a good night. Yeah, it was great. I I, I enjoyed the shit out of this. <laughs> and this has been the Banter Club. This has been the Wednesday Night War. We are done here. There's nothing else to say except for Tevin. Tell them where to find us. Yeah. Yeah. You already know where to find us. In the club, bottle full of bub. My mom, I got the hits if Whoa. you need to take drugs. Not, not currently. I'm, I'm not going to any clubs or bars right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to one bar for my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Had a few drinks. But uh, find us on Instagram at Ramblemania Show. Also find us on Instagram at Banter Club Podcast. We are on Twitter at Ramblemania. Facebook.com slash Ramblemania Show. Also our group there. Ramble Mania shows Banter Club. That is where, you know, the memes and everything are posted. Is where the shit goes down. As far as audio goes, we are everywhere audio is found. That is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, TuneIn. Everywhere your podcasts are found, just search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. As far as the visuals, the video, that is right here. YouTube.com slash Ramble Mania Show. As far as me personally, that's me. You can find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the G R the number eight the number one. Find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the G R the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ the Great. Yeah. Okada always <laughs> does this when he takes pictures. Like he's holding a key blast. I love it. <laughs> and then you got to drop it like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh man you can find me in the club as well <laughs> you can find me on instagram at 6xl that is the number six the letter x the letter l you can find me on the twitter at s double i double x a nine great that is at s i i x x you're already woo tevin i'm gonna need you to leave him with a too sweet? Oh! Right there. You damn right. 
and a good fight, and a good night. Now, usually I sing that blicker, blicker, blur shit, but you know, I'm just going to sing, X going to give it to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or, or not. What's that case that they gave me? <laughs> oh, man, we see you next time. Man. Right here on the Banter Club. <laughs> <laughs>